Peace and Black Power family. This is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and we are here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast. And today, family, we have a special guest that is going to be providing us with some insight. Um, many of y'all are here because you've seen the fly that we put out. It's definitely an urgent message that we want to get out in regards to our brother, Otho Wallace. And today we have an individual that is the chairman of the People's Legal Aid in regards to helping our brother. And he's also an attorney. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Brother Ken to the Necessary Blackness podcast. Brother Ken, how are you, my brother? Peace and blessings, brother. I'm doing fine. Thank you so much for asking. For those that don't know, can you explain your position, who you are, and some of the uh, things that you do? Uh, yes, sir. Sure. I am the chairperson, the current chairperson for People's Legal Aid Project. We call it PLAP for short. Mm -hmm. This is a bona fide nonprofit corporation organized for the people and by the people mm -hmm. so that if anyone is wrongfully accused, for example, for defending themselves against police brutality, we the people are able to have a defense fund to help them pay that bill. All right. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about Otha Wallace, who is also known as Ozone. Um, he's being accused of murder in Dayton uh, Beach, Florida. Um, it's a capital murder case involving law enforcement. We do believe that everybody is innocent until proven guilty. That's so right. we have our brother that works closely with him, right? And many of y'all are familiar with this case. And for those that are not, there is a video of the encounter that happened. And many people are saying that this brother should not be charged with murder. And um, brother Ken, I'm sure that's the sentiment of you and many other folks. Um, can you right. tell us a little more about that situation? Uh, absolutely. So, you know, first of all, everything is alleged, right? Uh, as the good brother Raheem expressed earlier, mm -hmm. uh, one of the tenets of law in this country is that everyone shall enjoy a presumption of innocence. Absolutely. Right? And so we are organized because we want to make sure that our brother gets a fair trial. And that's why we are bringing awareness about his case and our efforts to pay his attorney's fees in this particular case, right? So uh, the focus for us is more on the issue of whenever a police officer kills an innocent person in the street, mm -hmm. They have a legal defense fund to pay their attorney's bills. So that's why sometimes we wonder, you know, how did they get off on this? Or why was their sentence so low? They had top-notch representation, and they have a legal defense fund to do so. Even George Zimmerman. Now, we know he was wrong for what he did to Trayvon Martin. But yet, people came together to make sure that he had a defense fund. So what we did as a people is decided that it is about time that we, the people, have a legal defense fund in case we are wrongfully accused of doing something against the police or defending ourselves against police brutality. Because, you know, in a case like that, like the brother said, 
involving allegedly involving law enforcement. You know that the state is going to try to bring everything they can against you mm-hmm. in that particular situation. So we don't want our brothers and sisters to have to go through that alone anymore. You know, we couldn't be there to save, for example, people who did not survive these encounters with bad police officers. We couldn't save Sandy Bland. We weren't there. Korean Gaines, George Floyd, but at least we can do something and save Ozone. That's why we are asking if everyone could please heed the call at othal.org, O-T-H-A-L.org. That is where we're gathering to pay the attorney's fees for this case and hopefully many, many more. Speaking of Otha Wallace, um, I know you have a personal relationship with him. Um, we know him to be a family man. Can yes. you give us a little bit of insight and tell those that are listening more about Otha um, that people don't know or that the media, when I say media, yeah, right, I'm talking exactly. about uh, dominant society's media because yeah. uh, the new black media, we're going to tell the truth and we're going to um, definitely let everybody know who the brother is. Well, we certainly appreciate that. Listen, uh, brother, oh, that's my brother. You know, he's our brother. Mm-hmm, absolutely. He's a he's a community advocate, a loving father, mm-hmm. and a child of the king. We are children of the king. We are the children of the most high. So what it means to be a child of the king, it means that when your brother is in need, you help him. Mm-hmm. And so right now, our brother is facing the death penalty. You know, as it as far as it goes with laws and trials in this country, it gets no higher than that when you talk about what's at stake. So that's why it is important for everyone to pay attention because like Brother Raheem said, the media, the, the mainstream media, they may try to paint an image that's just not true. But the truth of the matter is our brother is a good man. He's one of the good guys. He takes care of his children. Man, and I don't want to speak too much, but all I can tell you is that the love he has for his children and the love they have for him is immeasurable. And the community at large, I've seen um, a lot of um, people from our community, particularly that was rallying behind the brother. Um, Oh, yes. Not just in this instance, but before this. Well, see, the thing is, yeah, he, he is a community advocate. That's for sure. And so that's why it, we think this is a good case for us to rally around because he is a recognizable figure in the community. Even if, you know, a person in your audience may not have met him, you know, yet, uh, he is known for uh, his love of humanity, uh-huh. his love for peace, and his love for justice. So, you know, he's really he really is one of the good guys. He was even a, a security guard at one point. And the thing about it is when you contrast that, for example, with uh, the officer alleged to have been involved in this incident, uh, he was on the force for only a short two years or so. He started off at uh, Orange County, but he wanted to move to Daytona Beach. Before that, he was a dishwasher and a cook. And here's my thing, brother. I don't have a problem with people being dishwashers or cooks, but I think there should be a larger amount of education involved mm-hmm. before you can go from a dishwasher and a cook to making life and death distress decisions on our streets. 
Let me ask you this, brother. Um, dishwasher, cook, police officer. Yes. Short period of time. Very In those right. short period of times, correct me if I'm wrong, um, there was allegations of wrongdoing with this officer or some disciplinary that was going on with this officer. You want to speak to that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. yes, uh, when he was at uh, Orange, uh, working for Port Orange, he was actually written up. He was written up because he crashed his squad car mm -hmm. into two parked vehicles. Was he drinking? You know, that's the first question that would come to anybody's mind when you hear that, because you and I both know we're good drivers, right? Yeah. We know you don't hit two parked vehicles. No. That just doesn't happen unless something else is going on. And check this out, though, brother. The report, they, I don't think they ever actually looked into that. Mm -hmm. I think the claim was that he was on his way to an emergency call. So they, you know, didn't reprimand him for it. But I could it looked like to me when you look at the picture and next time we uh, we talk, brother, we're going to have some uh, info for your audience. But when you look at the picture, to me, it looks like a local bar. Mm. That's where it looks like the parking lot is. But, okay. you know, that's the good thing. That's why we're rallying around this cause. We want to make sure uh, that everyone participates so we can pay the attorney's fees so that uh, uh, Mr. Wallace's attorneys can handle this type of information in the court of law. But that's not all uh, what happened with this uh, particular officer. Of course, he missed court, you know, traffic court several times, you know, um, and mm -hmm. different things of that nature. But also there was another incident once he got over to Daytona Beach, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. He actually uh, put out, he put out a, a call that his wallet was stolen with his badge in it, right? Okay. So they called it an emergency call on that. So, of course, they're thinking the officer's badge has been stolen. They put out emergency vehicles coming out, dispatching to the location where he's at. And he's at a gas station, right? Mm -hmm. And guess where his wallet was? With a prostitute? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> on the roof of his car. On the roof of his car? That's right. That's right. So he was written up for that because, you know, emergency vehicles were called out, time wasted and money spent, and his wallet was on his roof. So, again, you know, you know, we're not going to speculate. That's, you so know, basically, that's, brother, we're not dealing with a, a competent officer. Well, look here. I'm going to go on record and say that. Well, look, this is the last one I'll tell you about because it's, it's kind of germane to this case. Okay. He was actually reprimanded by Daytona Beach mm. for a prior bad arrest. Mm. And in this bad arrest, he would, he, he would put his hands on somebody when he wasn't supposed to. And after everything was said and done, the person ended up with a gash in their forehead. Oh, wow. Yeah. One of those types. Well, you know, so that's why we think it is so important for us to pay attention mm -hmm. and we make sure that we do something about this case before a conviction occurs. Because you know, you and I both know the battle is so much more difficult after the conviction. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Now, now earlier, I want to backpedal. Earlier, yeah. you talked about how this was a, a capital murder case, right? And family, I want y'all to really listen to me and understand what I'm about to tell you. When we deal with race and capital murder, blacks make up over forty-two percent, and when we deal 
with capital murder cases where it involves a black defendant and the alleged victims being white is the highest percentage amongst any other ethnic or racial groups, whether you mix them up. Black is first. It's at the highest percentage, right? And we know that within the criminal justice system that many people are um, exonerated. Many people are found not guilty uh, due to uh, technology advancements within DNA. We see a lot of people coming home after 20, 30, all the way up to 40 years of being in prison, right. falsely in prison. So once you have a case such as the death penalty, right, and the, the verdict is rendered and you're sitting on death row, there's no coming back from that unless you get a stay of execution. And I can promise and I can tell you when law enforcement is involved, there's really no uh, stay of execution. We've seen that several years ago right yes. here in the state of Georgia when we had Troy Davis. So, brother, I, I, wa I want you to continue. Um, you was about to say something, brother? Yeah, no, I mean, just everything you're saying is just right on point, man. It's like, you know, we cannot allow them to just simply lynch our brother in a courtroom. Absolutely not. We have to understand that the, through the history of racism and discrimination in this country, every time we try to say that they're doing something unjustly, some small group of people try to find another way, a slicker way of doing it. For example, we told them slavery was illegal. They said, OK, no more slavery except in prison as punishment for crime. Mm -hmm. We said we have a right to vote. They said, okay, you're absolutely right, unless you're a felon. And then we said there is no more lynching of our people in the streets. They said, fine, no problem. We'll do it in a courtroom. Mm -hmm. But we have to be watchmen about these situations. That's why we, the people, have come together to create People's Legal Aid Project so that we can defend the people when they are facing accusations from the state. And we know that the state is not always right. Absolutely. Now, brother, um, once again, for everybody that's just joining us, we are speaking to brother Ken, who is a part of the People's Legal Aid uh, Project. I want you to tell everybody once again how they can support our brother Ota um, and give them the website where they can make donations so that he has the competent and right legal representation to go up against the system. That's right. That's right. I appreciate that. Yes, you guys, if you want to support this cause, please go to othal.org. That's O-T-H-A-L dot O-R-G. That is the website that we are using to collect the donations towards his legal fees. And the website is completely transparent, brother. It shows every donation. If you click donor, when you go on there, it'll show you every donation and every dollar. And if you scroll down some more to the scoreboard and click raise, it shows you the amounts that have been paid to the attorneys. You oh. just click paid and it pops up. So we're more uh, transparent than GoFundMe even. That was very important for us when we set this up because we said it's for the people, by the people. And since we are the people too, we know if we donate our money, we want to know where our money is going. 
And so we made sure, right, that the website shows you it's like your personal bank statement in this movement. And of course, he has his attorney team working for him. His uh, next court date is actually December 28th. So the proof is in the pudding. Right. We're gonna we're gonna get into um the yeah. court date and everything. I want I I want to um ask you something, mm -hmm. and I I want to be clear, family, because I I want to show you the very importance of this. Right now, I know dealing with a regular murder trial, right? Just to have a a, a lawyer represent you and to pay a retainer. Right. Can be upward of $25,000, right? And that's not even the amount that's needed to go to trial. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not a criminal defense lawyer. Brother, you you are an attorney, right? Yes. But we're dealing with a death penalty case, right? Mm -hmm. What is the amount of money that's needed to defend someone properly from this? Okay, uh, good question. So what we're talking about here, uh, there are some interesting dynamics that are actually going on in Florida. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know, uh, these uh, incidents are alleged to have occurred in the state of Florida, in Volusia County, Daytona Beach, Florida, to be exact. Mm -hmm. And uh, in Florida, a few years back, the United States Supreme Court struck down their death penalty scheme, saying that it was unconstitutional. And remember, we just got through talking about earlier how when whenever, uh, you know, we say something is un something is wrong, something is unconstitutional, somehow, some way they find another avenue to try to do something else. Right. Yeah. And so in this particular instance, as it uh, was explained to me from someone in Florida, once they were uh, deemed unconstitutional, had to restructure it. They also put in a clause saying that uh, you have to have a death penalty certified attorney. Mm. Right. So, you know, everyone is not death penalty certified, quote unquote. So, you know, when when supply is low and demand is high, that's going to make the price go up. Yeah, absolutely. 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 So in general, the average amount uh, just to get started on a case like this is between 150 to 250 in the state of Florida. You said that's the starting amount. That's 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 the starting amount. That's the retainer. That's a retainer fee. In most cases, a retainer fee and a uh, and, and you know any trial fee if necessary. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. But we also know that if you really want to put forth your best case, sometimes you're going to have to have uh, other amounts that are spent beyond that. Yeah. And I you know history has shown us that uh, uh, in a first degree charge case. Uh, cost can be anywhere between two hundred to five hundred thousand dollars. Oh wow! Right, right. Wow. And the thing about that is, none of us—not well, not many of us—have that just lying around that we can, uh, you know, throw at a case. But, but together we can. Together, raise. that's right. That's right. Together, it's small potatoes, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, brother, I want to. Um, we got a lot of people in in, in the chat. Yeah. Um, I don't have my glasses on, and this is very. <laughs> I'm going to read it, though. We got we got brother uh, Jojo. Uh -huh. uh, he says, shout out Raheem and Ken, free Ozone. Yeah. We got Miss Phoenix 99. She said, B1, thanks for the Twitter invite, Jojo. Yeah. Uh, we got Ann P. Othu deserves a fair trial. He was right. his own business outside his residence. We mm. got Tweety Montgomery. Salute to you, Raheem and Ken. Um... 
and she says hello jojo and hello, that's just right here on um youtube we have some people on facebook i'm not able to see their um comments, comments right now yeah. um and we have some more comments i'm not going to be able to read each and every one of them i just want to acknowledge those who have been in the room from the start of this uh, uh project so yeah. brother um this case here um I, I i noticed something right that when you go online and you look it's the community the outrage from the community for the injustice that is being done to our brother ozone right mm -hmm. this is you see this more than anything right this is a capital murder case um dominant society is not putting a lot of uh, news coverage on this case um in, in the beginning it was um but <laughs> with his court case this month i'm surprised there's not a lot of uh news coverage is there a reason for that oh yeah oh yeah they let don't me, want me. the people to know what's going on talk to well, them well yeah let, let's let's do it like this so what i have noticed is that typically uh they put out a broadcast especially local media in mm -hmm. that area uh whenever he has a, a court date right mm -hmm. and so his court dates are, uh, about every other month or so yeah. But what was interesting is now, uh, typically they always try to slide in some non-story, some negative non-story. And the negative non-story that they were sliding in at first was something about the so-called death penalty certified attorney. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, what happened was at his last hearing, it was noted to the court that his death penalty certified attorney should be joining the team pretty soon. And do you know we heard crickets from those people? I mean, they, they gave it. Look, they gave a uh, uh, on Yahoo News. They did have an article, but there was no video this time on YouTube that you yeah. can see. Yeah, I'm like, because if they since they had to uh, cover something positive for our brother, it's like they didn't want to cover. Yeah, yeah. so they're being biased. Let me ask you something, right? Yeah. Let's say for the sake of the argument, this brother didn't have the uh, the means or withal to. Um, be able to have a team such as yourself and others behind him right um you gotta have a death penalty lawyer right um would the state have appointed one for him yes yeah and you know how that goes <laughs> well you, know, you know how that goes well we, we we say it like this studies show that when a person has adequate well compensated counsel mm -hmm. they are even less likely to be sentenced to death. So, you know, just having that well-compensated, adequate counsel. Look, I'll tell you like this. So uh, in law school, what it was explained to us is uh, in the courtroom is supposed to be um, uh, fire and controversy, right? Mm -hmm. Both sides uh, going, you know, with as much uh, fire as they can and, and proving their side. And somewhere in the middle, then we're supposed to forge out the truth. But you see, that process doesn't work if it's lopsided. You know, if the state is coming with all the fire and uh, the defense is doing nothing but acquiescing to the, acquiescing to the demands of the state, then it, it's not it's not going to be fair. Yeah. So in order for us to make sure there's parity, in order for us to be able to save lives, see, because we don't we, look, we don't just say their names. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're trying to save lives for real.
So if a person only has an opportunity when they're faced with police brutality is to die or go to jail for life, that's not going to work. So we want to save lives on both sides even. And how we're doing that is making sure that we can defend people if they have to face uh, false charges for what may have simply been defending themselves against police brutality. All right, so the court case is December 28th, brother? Yes, sir. His next court appearance will be December 28th. So we want to make as much noise as we possibly can this month. You guys should raise as much awareness and as much funds as possible to make sure that his attorney's team uh, remains secure. So please, everyone, if you could, go to othal.org, O-T-H-A-L.org. You know, what about what about Instagram, Twitter? Uh, right. Uh, so so uh, you can follow uh, you can follow the family on Instagram at official legal for Wallace. That's the number four. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I believe uh, brother Jojo has a Twitter account. You can follow him and he puts out information pertaining to, you know, whatever uh, uh, we're doing as a community uh, uh, for the sake of Ozone. I think he's at FBA Jojo. On Twitter, J O J O E. Yeah, shout out to Brother Jojo. I'm on Twitter as well. Uh, Ken Cole Plap. Ken Cole, C O L E P L A P. Uh, and of course, you can, uh, the best information you can get as far as up to date news on this case from us will be at my YouTube channel, uh, right here on YouTube. And that's the YouTube channel, Y2 Kenyon, letter Y, number two. K-E-N-Y-O-N. So I encourage you guys to go over there and, and, and subscribe and, and ring the bell for notifications so that we can come together as a community and, uh, you know, save lives, y'all. This is this is real-time life-saving measures we're doing. So family, court date, December 28th, trial should be in April of yes. 2023. Let us support this brother financially let's go to that site let's try to raise as much money as we can i know many of us may not be in a position to contribute right now right that's okay next week the week after that you can contribute um and if you can't do it at all make sure that you talk about this case uh make sure that you continue to share the results of what's going on and just your support alone means so much because the dominant society doesn't want to talk about this. A lot of things are being done um, is being done when they perceive no one looking. But we mm-hmm. need to have the world looking. We're going to put right. a spotlight on this. And we're not going to just let this be one of those where they just sweep under the rug. Yes. And like I said, if you have it financially, contribute, you know, um, we take the change that jingle, but we want the money that fold. <laughs> you know, you got you got you got to start coming out like the preacher. You know, preacher talk, y'all give up that money. You know, but I ain't no preacher, man. I'm just trying to man do the yeah. work, man. Because yeah, listen, yeah. man, it's Ota today and it's Rodney Shabazz tomorrow. Come on, That's now, how it really can be, man. For real, you know, we 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 live in um. A day and time, man, where anything is possible, man. Mm. And if not me, it could be my son. It could right. be your son. 
You know what I mean? And if it is your son, I guarantee you, many of y'all gonna be calling me. Raheem, listen, this is what happened. We need some help. And and guess what I'm gonna say? Did you help Brother Otha? Uh huh. Did you help Brother Otha? <laughs> if you knew about him, if you follow me, you gonna know about him. Cause listen, man, this ain't gonna be the first. Well, this is the first time that we're doing a, a broadcast on it, but it's not gonna be the last. Yeah. So in closing, brother, man, is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you that you want to say in your last closing uh, uh, remarks? You know, I just want to make sure that people understand that the official and only place to uh, contribute towards this cause is going to be othal.org, O-T-H-A-L.org. There are no cash apps, personal cash apps or anything like that because we are completely transparent and accountable to the people. And uh, no one is getting paid from this. I'm not getting paid from this. This is true grassroots. And, you know, we're calling all, on all saints. We're calling out on all revolutionaries. You know, and if and, you don't and, have you the money. What? Brother, yeah. cut you off. I'm going to let you finish. Yeah. But I just want the family to know, right, that is very important, right, that we right. have transparency. And oh, yeah. I went to that website and I seen the money that was already raised, what went to the lawyer. Um, I don't yeah. have, I'm, I'm, do you have your computer up, brother, in, in front of you? That you I do. People, I, um, the exact amount? Yeah, okay, so no problem. We can do that real quickly before we close. So um, from the website, we, it shows $45,231.02 have been raised so far this year through PLAP, People's Legal Aid Project, mm -hmm. all right? Now, last year, the community was able to raise funds and $45,000 was collected from that. Mm. We put that down on the uh, on the attorneys. Okay, so about 80, 90,000. Yeah, by 85,000, we would say over 85,000 have been paid to the attorneys already, okay? And so-, so we could double that, we'd yeah. be right at that mark that we was talking about, almost about 200,000, right? Right, right, right. And so uh, we have several different, you know, uh, challenges to try to help reach this goal, man. Like, first thing is first, you know, give what you can. It don't even matter if it's $2, you know, because the truth of the matter is, if 30 million people gave only $2, that's upwards of $60 million of a war chest we can have to fight injustice with, you see? So every little bit counts. But, you know, whatever you don't have, you can go uh, tell others, tell your family, friends, DM people you know, about this cause and, and let them know to donate. You'll be surprised how quickly that adds up. And I'm going to be honest, we're asking our revolutionaries to donate $100. You know, uh, it feels good when you do it because you can feel that, you know, it's going towards a, a good cause. And this is ground zero for the fight for justice. Mm. Right. And this is where we're at. So so we need to hear right here on this particular case so we can make sure that moving forward, that no one is railroaded the way that Sandra Bland was railroaded. Because guess what? When she was on the side of the road, you know what? Well, how they got her in that jail for so long? Don't you know that man had nerves to try to charge her with a felony assault of a police officer? Yeah, we seen that. We witnessed that. Man, you know, so so we really need to be here because they try to throw the book at you. You ought to see what they have written down as far as so-called aggravating factors as to why they are seeking a death penalty. Most of that is just them throwing some something up trying to see what sticks. Or hopefully if the jury just gets to hear it, then perhaps they can be biased by it. And another thing, right? Um, yeah. 
what's it called? Daytona Beach, Florida, right? Yes. What is the uh, racial makeup of that area? Well, the actual uh, racial makeup for that area has changed uh, recently. Mm-hmm. So it's not as one-sided as it used to be. And I think the last time I looked it up, let me just make sure. Because the last time I looked it up, yeah, I thought it was a little more closer than this, but it looks like they're still saying it's at about 55% uh, Caucasian, uh, 35% us. So, you know, but, it, uh, you know, it depends on what area you're actually in, though. Yeah, but even, even you know, when it's predominantly us, right, uh-huh. they have a way of making sure that they exclude us from this jury pool. Um, so that's another thing, family. And if you're in the area and you just happen to be called out for jury duty, mm. you're not going to know until you get down to that courtroom. But we need... Yeah those of like minds on the jury well well we don't want to we don't want to take the jury pool but what we can do is uh it is important for everyone to uh to uh exercise their civic duty uh when called oh, yeah, absolutely. for jury i'm not just talking yeah. about in this case I'm uh, yeah 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 in, yeah, in any case yeah yeah we want to be able to exercise our, our civic duty that's right yeah, that's right absolutely absolutely because you know they said you got to be judged by a jury of your peers and your peers is those that look like you those that come from the same community as you, those that are like mine, just like you. So, brother, it, it was a pleasure uh, speaking Indeed. with you. Um, once again, before we leave, I want you to drop that website again and drop those social media for our family. Yeah, uh, um, let me see here. I can probably put in the chat some of the social medias, but, you know, it won't let me put in... Um... It won't let me put in the, the, the website, but I can put it down here in the private chat and you can put it in. All right, but just, just let brothers and sisters know yeah. what it is. Othal.org, O-T-H-A-L.org. Mm-hmm. Official Legal for Wallace on Instagram. That's the number four, Official Legal for Wallace. Mm-hmm. Right here on YouTube is my channel, Y2 Kenyon, letter Y, number two, K-E-N-Y-O-N. And our brother Jojo uh, is great on giving updates on Twitter, even uh, at FBA Jojo J O J O E, or you can uh, come see me on Twitter at uh, Ken Cole Plap K E N C O L E P L A P. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for us. I appreciate each and every one of y'all for joining us. I appreciate the sister Jade for facilitating this. Yes. Brother FBA Jojo for making it happen. And I want each and every one of y'all to do me a favor. Please share this episode. Share it with as many people as you possibly can. And make sure y'all continue to subscribe and make sure that you hit that notification, hit that bell so that you know when I'm online. Revolutionary salute to each and every one of y'all. Peace. Peace.